Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, it was an important night for the Ohio State Buckeyes on Tuesday night because for the first time here in 2022, we find out what the National Selection Committee thinks of Ohio State's resume and certainly their production. It's a number two ranking for the Buckeyes here to start the season. What does it mean? Are you happy with it? And what did you think of the rest of the rankings? We're going to get into all of that, plus a couple of thoughts on the uh, part of Ohio State's schedule coming up here that, frankly, is very winnable as Ohio State prepares for November 26th in a few weeks against the Michigan Wolverines with uh, some warm-up matches, I guess, uh, between now and then. So we'll find out uh, some thoughts on the rankings as well as some thoughts moving forward on how to handle these next couple weeks. It's coming up next on Buckeye Breakdown. We've got the whole crew together as we cover Ohio State with our instant analysis from Ohio State. There's something that doesn't feel right. Unbelievable effort from him today. Is EJ Liddell going to crack the first team all Big Ten? I think he can be the guy. I'm not trying to start a quarterback controversy. He seems to have the durability. He certainly has the toughness. This is the question on a lot of people's minds here. Welcome to Buckeye Breakdown. Well, hey, good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Buckeye Breakdown. Glad to have you. I'm Brendan Gulick along with Craig Heisen. We're doing a live show here on Wednesday morning as uh, we get a chance to react to what we learned last night with Ohio State and Northwestern uh, looming this week. The Buckeyes finally know that uh, they know exactly where they stand in the the eyes of the national committee. The Buckeyes are number two in the country. We're going to dive into all of that here in just a moment. You can uh, subscribe to the show and uh, let me say that again. You can support the show by subscribing. <laughs> Obviously, I have the word subscribe on my mind. Uh, that's the best way to support us. We really appreciate it if you do that because we like to do content like this, and uh, it helps support the show if you're able to subscribe. Hit the notification bell and join us. We've got a good audience already building here first couple minutes of being live. And at the same time, if you listen to this after the fact, wherever you like to find your favorite podcasts, that's fine too. But know that you can join us live if you'd like to. Buckeyesnow.com for all the latest. All right. So um, I have to be honest, I, I pretty much saw the Tennessee-Ohio State conversation shaking out the way that it did, although I guess if I were ranking the teams, I probably would have had them flipped. I'll give you my reason in a second. What did you think, Craig? My initial reaction last night um, was that Ohio State, I thought, would come in at three. Um, I was just a little bit surprised they were at two, and no – no fault to the Buckeyes. I just thought the SEC bias that we tend to see uh, in these <laughs> rankings was going to come through, and they want to build up a number one versus number two matchup this Saturday. Uh, that's the only reason I thought that. Um, Could be a number one versus a number one if you want to take the number one in the AP poll and the number one in the national <laughs> right, right, right. And it's uh, so I was happy Ohio State was was. Uh, was two when I saw it come across. I was a little, a little bit surprised, like I said. Um, I would have maybe had it a, a little bit different, and not that my opinion uh, matters at all to the committee, but I would have had Georgia um, at one, um, Tennessee at two, Ohio State three, um, and um, TCU at four. Mm. If I'm a TCU fan, I'm pretty upset 
at this college football playoff ranking system since they seem to be the team um, <laughs> for a couple of years that have uh, not gotten the benefit of the doubt uh, coming in at, at seven at eight and oh with a couple of really good wins that they have. Uh, if I'm a TCU fan today, I'm pretty upset. And we talked about, well, hey, it's the first initial rankings. Why does it matter? Um, there's still a lot of football left to be played. But looking back at the history of it, seven of the eight number one teams have made it to the college football playoff and 14 out of 16 in the top two have made it. So Ohio State has history certainly on their side and there's obviously a lot of football to go, but uh, things are looking good after the initial rankings. I, I think that's a really interesting top four you would have had. And I'm glad we didn't talk about this ahead of time because mine, mine certainly looks. What was yours? And the committee and, and mine would have looked a little different than yours. I think the conversation between Ohio State and Tennessee is is very close. And I guess we've learned what might be a little bit more important to the committee right now. But I, I think the Buckeyes' resume is better than Tennessee's. I'm certainly willing to concede that Tennessee has a better win. You beat Alabama, that's that's a really important win. Ohio State's best win is Penn State. Um, and maybe that game looked a little closer at the final score because when the game was over late, you know, they gave up a, a touchdown that really was irrelevant. But Ohio State also, you know, was in a real dogfight for three quarters before they turned it on and beat him. Um, I know statistically that both offenses are achieving at a really high level. And so you're probably just nitpicking a little bit if you think about it that way. But Tennessee's defense is fine. They're not they haven't shown to be great yet. They're very good. You don't beat Alabama unless your, your defense is good enough, but they won that game because of what they did offensively, not because of their defense. They, they carved up Alabama and they hung on. Um, I am, if, if I would have ranked these teams, I would have gone Ohio state, then Tennessee, then Georgia, and then Michigan. Um, I I guess I'm not surprised that the committee left Michigan out of the top four because their strength of schedule stinks. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you end up playing the three non-conference games that Michigan has played, you better look really good if you want to make the playoff. To their credit, they're undefeated. They did have a good win over Penn State. I didn't think Michigan looked quite as good against Michigan State, but still good enough to win the game and their defense played fairly well. Um, And Michigan's obviously in position to make the playoff because they've had a good season. And if they beat Ohio state, they're going to get in. Uh, Or if they beat Ohio state, they're going to go to the big 10 championship game where they should play somebody that they'll beat and then they'll get in. But um, I, I'm not as high on Clemson. I'm not surprised Georgia was ranked. I I am happy to see that Georgia was not ranked ahead of Ohio State or Tennessee because I think they've looked good. I think they've also had, frankly, a game they were lucky to win against Missouri. And they kind of struggled for a good chunk of the game against Kent State. And, and I realize it's an entirely new defense, new personnel, It's going to take a little bit of time. They obviously have what is proving to be a great win over Oregon. Um, I 
I just haven't been as wow impressed with Georgia as I was when I looked at their defense last year. And like everybody else in college football was hoping we were going to get a, a Georgia Ohio state matchup so we could see the Buckeyes offense and the Bulldogs defense. Um, I think Georgia belongs in the top three and I I'm glad they came in at third, but I personally, when I watch Michigan play, they don't have this incredible explosive, you know, skill position guys that are jumping off the page at you offense. They, they have what I think is probably the best offensive line in the country right now. And they're kicking people around at the line of scrimmage. Um, they run it really well and they've obviously got pretty good quarterback play. I don't know that they're going to go out if they played any of the three teams ranked in the top three, I don't know that they would go out and score 35 points. They might, but I don't, I don't know that they would, but they tend to control the game pretty well. And I just think that the way they play at the line of scrimmage for me dictates a top four ranking for them. It's the only time I'm ever going to defend Michigan, (laughs) but I totally understand the argument for TCU, man, because they've had, they've got a, they got a great record. They have beat a bunch of rank. I mean, they beat Oklahoma, Kansas, Oklahoma state, Kansas state, four weeks in a row when all of those teams were ranked at the time, I think Kansas was still unbeaten. They put it on Oklahoma, Oklahoma state. They beat in a top 10 matchup and, and they beat Kansas state by 10 points when the Wildcats were 17th mm-hmm. West Virginia, I think is still a pretty decent win. You know, their, their one big non-conference win Colorado, Colorado's having a, a tough year. Um, and SMU is, I think a, a pretty decent team. Uh, despite the fact they're not power five. I mean, what more is TCU supposed to do? <laughs> right, right. They have the win over Kansas State, and then uh, they beat them uh, by 10. And then you see Kansas State go out and blow the doors off Oklahoma State last <laughs> last Saturday. So, yeah, TCU, like I said before, it's their fan base probably can't wait for this expanded playoff because they always see the, seem to be the team on the cusp. Um, but I was going to ask you, Brendan, what's – What's one thing last night, whether the it's something the committee said or um, a headline coming out of the of that uh, show last night or a team that you're like, whoa, they have them there. What's did you have any of those thoughts after the after the show last night? I guess I was a little surprised that USC was ranked in the top 10. I, I mm-hmm. think I think there's a little too much hype around that team and maybe not quite enough result. Their offense is pretty good. I just – I really don't think very highly of their defense. Um, but we'll see. I, I also think LSU at number 10 made me really scratch my head as I'm, I'm kind of looking at the rankings here. You know, I, I'll I'll grant LSU the fact that they, they got off to a pretty lousy start um, and have certainly responded nicely. They've got a lot to prove, but as a two-loss team – I think the door is still open for them to get into the playoff, which is kind of crazy, I guess. <laughs> you know, they lost to Florida State in their opener, and, and okay, fine. Their only other loss was to Tennessee, but they got completely annihilated in that. Um, you know, They've got Alabama this week. That's a huge game for LSU. Arkansas isn't ranked, but they're still a really good team, um, even though all of, their, all of Arkansas's losses have come in SEC play. You know, then – LSU should beat UAB and then they close the year with Texas A&M who is 
you know, obviously underachieving this year. They've only got one SEC win so far, but they're still they're still a talented team. Um, but I, I, if they if LSU finishes the season uh, ten and two, and they beat Alabama, first of all, I got to look. Would they would that get them into the conference championship? I'd have to I'd I'd have to look that up first. Um, but yeah, like yeah, you were saying about LSU, it, it would because they beat all they beat Ole Miss, beat Ole Miss, and if they and if in order for them to finish the season ten and two, they got to win out, which means they would beat Alabama. Uh, so they would they would be the only team with one loss in the SEC West. So LSU could go to the conference championship game where they would see, you know, either Georgia or Tennessee. Um, so yeah, they LSU somehow could still make the college football playoff, which I mean, no two loss team has made the playoff yet. I, I would not be a proponent of LSU to get in, but I guess if they beat Alabama and then they beat either Tennessee or Georgia, maybe. Yeah, they'd have some good wins. That's the only thing that jumped off really last night to me. When I saw LSU at 10, I was like, whoa, that's – we kind of know why. They're playing Alabama this weekend. They need to boost their Alabama's resume, which seems to be when Alabama does lose. It's like the teams they play are typically inflated a little bit going down the stretch. Um, but having them – I mean, they beat Auburn by, I think, four. And Penn State blew the doors off of Auburn. So it's like and they had the bad loss to Florida State. I know it was Brian Kelly's first game, but they still lost. And then they had the good win against Ole Miss. That's the only thing. Seeing them at 10, I, I was a little surprised at that. But at the same time, not considering <laughs> who yeah. the playoff rankings. So so Tulane, you know, had a chance really to become this year's Cincinnati, but losing to Southern mm-hmm. Miss hurt them. So that's 7-1. and one. I mean, they're having a great year, but they're – you know, with a loss, a non-power five team isn't going to get in. So they're, they're out. Um, I, I guess I kind of, I kind of got caught a little off guard by the ranking for Illinois at mm-hmm. 16, because I mean, look, they're playing really good defense and, and their, their play at the line of scrimmage has been really good. I don't know that you're going to get confused with Illinois offense with some juggernaut, but you know, I, I I don't know. I just don't know where I would put them. Like, yeah. what if, it, and it's not going to happen. I, I just don't believe it. But what if they run the table and make it to the Big Ten championship game and pull off some incredible upset? Like, I guess they would deserve to be in the playoff, but that means they'd have to beat Michigan State, Purdue, Michigan, and Northwestern to run the table in the regular season. Um I could certainly see them winning those first two games, Michigan State and Purdue. I don't think they're going to beat Michigan. Um, yeah. Although, you know, certainly hope so, because that would help Ohio State's case. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just the, the idea of seeing Illinois football ranked number 16 caught me off guard a bit. It's um, been a while. It's been a while. Um, it's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The other thing, big weekend this weekend to see, obviously, whoever wins uh, Georgia, Tennessee, well, sure. if Georgia wins, they're going to go to one, but the game I'm going to be watching uh, is I think they play Saturday night, Clemson and Notre Dame. I mean, Clemson, yeah. I'm not even sure they're dead set on a quarterback um, from what I've been reading online about who's going to play Saturday. And if, it's going to be interesting to see how that narrative changes. If Notre Dame were to knock off Clemson, they'll certainly go into the top 25 and then that turns into another quality win for Ohio State. Um, well, so that's where I look at, at the rankings a bit and, and I get, I don't know if confused is the right word, but like I'm wondering why the committee thinks higher of Clemson than it does TCU. Mm-hmm. I mean, Clemson's resume is okay. Is it just brand bias? You know, they, they beat their ranked wins are Wake Forest, NC State, and Syracuse. And all of those have been relatively close games. They beat Wake Forest by six in a high-scoring game. They beat NC State by 10, and NC State's a good team. And they beat Syracuse by six last weekend in in what I thought was a pretty good game. That was a good game. Um, But, you know, when you start thinking about TCU, TCU's got more ranked wins. I think TCU plays in a tougher conference this year. Um, TCU's total offense is number four in the country. They are the the number four passing efficient team in the country. TCU's defense is basically on par with where Tennessee's defense is, but but they're ranked way below Tennessee because they didn't beat Alabama. I don't know. I I I just have a hard time wrestling with that and trying to figure out why this committee is so high on Clemson because I I think Clemson's good, but I I don't know. I'm I'm not overly uh if if i'm if i'm playing in the acc i'm not wildly concerned about clemson i think they're beatable yeah it's it's clemson i've watched them on several occasions this year haven't been uh overly um excited about their performances uh especially i think at the boston college game weren't they tied at halftime like three to yeah, three, I, I just pulled up blowing Clemson. the doors off of them. I just pulled up Clemson's numbers here. Clemson on the season, they have the 49th ranked total offense. They're 41st in rushing, 71st in passing. They're seventh in rushing defense. They're third in fourth down uh, on offense. They have the third best red zone offense. So you know, they've got their top 10 in a couple of different categories, but they're basically a middle of the road passing offense. Their rushing offense is, I mean, it's 41st, so that's fine, but they're, they're barely a top 50 offensive team in the country. I, I don't understand how that ranks better than TCU. Yeah. Um, that's and the it. quality of their wins, TCU, I, I just think TCU's had better wins. I mean, they've got more ranked wins than Clemson does. D- does the committee not think, as highly of, you know, the, the ranked teams that they've put in the big 12, they ranked them. I mean, mm-hmm. 
I don't, I don't yeah, know. You, I don't you make a good, that. you make a good point there. My only gripe, kind of with the current system, and we can get into that in another show about the uh, the expanded playoff and what do we think it does to college football. But my only gripe is year to year the criteria seem to change. Like this year, it's kind of sounds like more like eye test because every time they talk about Ohio State, they talk about the thirty two um, point um, average uh, margin of victory. They talk, they really. Don't give them a ton of credit for uh, their schedule, and that's a, that's a topic we can talk about another day. Um, but really good win against Penn State. But then they talk about the teams that you that you played. That's kind of sounds like what they discounted Michigan on their non-conference schedule, and rightfully so. I know they had the game. I think they were supposed to play UCLA. They got switched, and they had to backfill that. So they would have had a good good game in there, but they they filled it with um, a horrible team. So it seems the criteria every year just kind of change depending on what teams are up there and what they want to pinpoint. So it's hard. Let me, to like, let me ask you this. I don't even know if you know their record off the top of your head, but just purely from what you've seen from them, do you think Texas should be ranked? Uh, te- if my only thing with Texas is that uh, uh, Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt in that Alabama game. I think they win that game. I watched um, watched that game, and when they when he was in there, they were rolling pretty good. And should they be ranked? I would say no. They're probably like 27, 28. Uh, they're five and three, I think. I'll they're five and three, and and they're they're the only three loss team to be ranked. And maybe it's just the conspiracy theorist in me, but it's <laughs> it, it it screamed of like, oh, that's a ranked win for Alabama. <laughs> it's crazy how nothing. Um, Nothing really affects Alabama when they're undefeated. You know, no one pokes holes in other teams' schedules, this and that. But as soon as Alabama loses one game, it's like, man, the stars align for them to play the rest of their schedule and get these teams ranked the highest they possibly can. That's why LSU at 10, I was like, come on. That's just to have them get a top 10 win this Saturday. So I I think the the biggest takeaway here is that Ohio State, in my opinion, controls its own destiny to a top two spot which I think is important Um, based on who is already toward the top of the standings or or rankings, I should say. And what is what's left ahead of Ohio state. They would have to play really subpar football. Any of these next three games for, for them to fall back. And if they if they can win every game up to Michigan, and then if you beat Michigan, that's a super high quality win. You're not going to regress in the rankings after beating Michigan. Um, and right now, it's looking like you potentially would play Illinois in a Big Ten championship game if the committee thinks highly enough of Illinois to stick them at, at 16. And frankly, you know Illinois could earn some more respect if if they play Michigan tight. Um, I. I I don't know. I, I I am really not worried about Ohio State getting in the playoff. And I frankly, I don't think anybody is. If if this team does every week what we've seen them do so far, they're going to get in. That's not a problem. Um, but I, I would I would like to think there's a path for the Buckeyes to be the number one team if they went out and continue to play the way they have, and that includes a win over Michigan. Because as I look at the other teams that are in the, in the conversation for that top spot, Tennessee and Georgia, 
Tennessee's offense is very, very good. Their defense is okay. Georgia's defense is proving to largely be a very good defense, and their offense is pretty good. But I don't know that I would say either side is truly elite. And I say that because while Georgia's had some elite performances through eight games, they've also had a couple performances that really make you scratch your head a little bit. They should not have struggled with Missouri the way they did, and they should not have struggled with Kent State the way they did. Ohio State has the number six rated total offense and number six rated total defense in the country, and they have completely smothered every team that they've played. So I feel like Ohio State is the most complete team, and I've said that before these rankings even came out. Um, If the Buckeyes run the table, and that includes a win over Michigan, it would not surprise me if that pushes Ohio State to the top of the rankings. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised either. And Brendan, that comment that just came in um, about Clemson and TCU, that was going to be my next question for you. Where do you think, um, after last night, the initial rankings, do you think there's a path for Ohio State and Michigan to both, both make the playoff? Yeah, I mean, if that's the only loss for Ohio State and Michigan is, is you know, the game, uh, obviously that will hurt because it'll keep – It'll keep you out of a conference championship game. Mm-hmm. I am more inclined to say that it would be favorable to Ohio State than to Michigan because thus far there, there's clearly a condemnation of Michigan's schedule. And even if Ohio State's non-conference schedule hasn't been quite as good as they thought it could be, mostly because Notre Dame hasn't been quite the team we thought they would be, there was an effort to schedule a good team for one, and it's still a way better strength of schedule non-conference than what Michigan played with with those three, you know, non-league games. Hang on one second. Excuse me. Um, it's um, looking I, at I'm I, looking at the yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just gonna say I, um, you know, I I think Ohio State if they played a really close game to Michigan and they continue to look elite against every other team in the country, I think there's still a conversation, especially considering the fact it's happened before, where they they didn't even make the Big Ten championship game and still Mm -hmm. got in. Um, And I think this team is better than that team was. So I, uh, under that scenario where if Clemson and TCU both lose a game, I think Ohio State still has a shot if they lose to Michigan. If Michigan loses to Ohio State and that's their only loss, I would be a little bit skeptical that I would just give it to them. Um, I would want to see what kind of loss Clemson and TCU suffered in that case, but I don't think it's a 0% chance that Michigan would still get in. Yeah, you, you you said it right there at the end. I agree with with what you said there. It's it just depends what game they lose. You know, it's honestly I'm I'm pulling big for Notre Dame Saturday night. I mean that they sure. knock off Clemson, and if TCU goes down, they, I know they got some tough games coming up. I can't remember off the top of my head who they play Saturday, but um, it just depends what what game they lose for Michigan if they were to lose um, to Ohio State. TCU has Texas Tech. Okay. At home, then they're at Texas, at Baylor, and at home against Iowa State. So their schedule's yeah. not super, super difficult. Texas Tech's uh, 500 team. Obviously, we mentioned Texas is, Texas. you know, they're okay. They're at five and three. 
Uh, Baylor's five and three, and Iowa State is having a tough year. They're three and five, and they have not won a conference game yet. Um, yeah, so they're hanging their hat on a win over Iowa. <laughs> right. So it's it's just one of those things. It depends who they who they lose to. You know, as a Big Ten guy and Ohio State fan, I would love to see two Big Ten teams get in there, even though it is it is Michigan. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things. We've seen it with the SEC. It's Michigan's a very good team. Um, they're not as sexy as these other teams at the top on offense. And I think that's their detriment. I think, you know, the committee always talks about these high flying offenses in Ohio State and Tennessee. And Michigan just plays a different style of ball. And I think in this day and age, it, they don't really get the benefit of the doubt when they're not lighting up the scoreboard as much as other teams. So we'll see. There's a lot, lot left to be played. I just thought going back to our initial rea gut reaction from seeing it last night, the LSU at 10 is what jumped off the off the page to me. Um, yeah. But like I said at the beginning, history's on our side with, with uh, 14 out of 16 teams in the top two that have made the college football playoffs. So obviously Ohio State wins out. They'll be in. Buckeyes are number two behind Tennessee, Georgia's number three, and the Clemson Tigers number four in the initial college football playoff rankings. But a bunch of undefeated teams and one-loss teams that are uh, hot on their heels. We'll see how it all shakes out here with still a month left in the regular season. Thanks for joining us this morning. Appreciate that. Please subscribe to our channel. That would be really cool if you uh, could support the show that way. Um, and then hit the notification bell. We've had a good audience here this morning and, and a good comment section going. Uh, we, we certainly enjoy doing this for a live audience. If you're listening after the fact, wherever you like to find your favorite podcasts, that's cool too. Thank you. But know that you can join us live because we're live on our YouTube channel most of the time uh, when we shoot these shows. And for all the latest news and info on the team, head over to BuckeyesNow.com. Getting ready for Ohio State and Northwestern on Saturday. We've got more coverage playing this week as we preview that game. But for now, for Craig Heisen, I'm Brendan Gulick. Thanks for joining us on our first reaction show for the college football playoff.